Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast recorded August 3rd, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast are takeaways on 2Q 2022 reporting season, with more than half of S&P results in. The big things you need to know. First, second half 2022 and 2023 forecasts have started to come down, but perhaps not enough. Second, within the S&P 500, sector standouts so far include energy, REITs, and utilities, along with tech. And third, small caps are the star of the show so far. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major platforms. Now let's jump into the details. Takeaway number one. Second half 2022 and 2023 forecasts for the S&P 500 have started to come down, but perhaps they haven't fallen enough. Overall, the stats for 2Q reporting season are quite strong. 76% of S&P companies are beating consensus on earnings, while 66% are beating on sales. Numbers that are off-peak, but still well above average. 2Q 2022 beats in percentage terms have also been very strong for both earnings and sales. Meanwhile, second-half 2022 forecasts for both earnings and sales are starting to come down. We're also starting to see full-year 2023 forecasts come off. The critical question for the stock market is have numbers come down enough, and that's frankly unclear right now. In dollar terms, EPS revisions have been pretty small. The bottom-up full-year S&P 500 EPS forecast has fallen from 230 to just 229 for 2022, a drop of about a dollar, and from 250 to 245 on 2023. These are based on data tracked by Bloomberg. The implied growth rates are now tracking at 8% for 2022 and 7% for 2023. The good news in here for the U.S. equity market is that evidence of resilience continues to be seen in corporate earnings. That's helped support the short, shallow recession narrative that a lot of investors and companies, as we've learned by reading through transcripts, are anticipating. The bad news for the U.S. equity market is that the possibility of further downward earnings revisions remains an overhang for stocks as we get deeper into the second half of the year. In June and early July, a lot of the investors I spoke with told me they wanted the Band-Aid ripped off in earnings season. They wanted guidance and sell-side forecasts to get cut pretty hard and bake in the economic slowdown so they could have some confidence about where multiples actually were at. And that's just not what we're seeing here. Admittedly, we can get a bit more excited about where we are on earnings by looking at the rate of upward revisions for the S&P 500. That stat has fallen back to 32% right now, the low end of its non-crisis range and a level consistent with a 10% 12-month forward gain in the S&P 500. We'll be keeping a close eye on this indicator in the weeks and months ahead to see if it starts to turn around. But it's important to note that there is precedent for it to go lower. The stat bottomed at 22% in October of 2002 at near the end of the tech bubble, at 10% in January 2009, a little bit ahead of the low in the market during the financial crisis, and at 8% in April 2020, a little bit after the market bottomed in March. We suspect we don't know if the damage on this indicator is enough until we get into the next reporting season. Let's move on to takeaway number two. Within the S&P 500, sector standouts so far include energy REITs and utilities along with tech. Energy REITs and utilities are standing out to me as pockets of earnings resilience. 
these three sectors are the ones doing the bulk of the heavy lifting in terms of propping up 2022 growth forecasts. They're the three where we've seen full-year 2022 growth rate estimates move up since the beginning of July on earnings. All three sectors are also bucking the trend on 3Q 2022 estimates, staying flat or going up over the past month. These three sectors are also the only ones that are in positive territory on the rate of upward revisions for both earnings and sales within the S&P 500. And energy is also tracking as the top sector on revenue beats right now. The story on tech naturally is a little more complicated. Tech has actually been the top sector in the S&P 500 recently when we look at the percent of companies beating consensus on earnings. But earnings sentiment for this sector has already been deeply negative if you look at the rate of upward revisions for it. It's been one of the worst sectors on that metric relative to others, and the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions for tech is also starting to approach its historical lows. Interestingly, that's something we're starting to see for growth sectors generally right now, including communication services and consumer discretionary. Within technology specifically, industries like semi and semi-equipment and communication equipment are near the low end of their historical range on the rate of upward revisions. And so if there are any areas of the stock market right now where the earnings mandate actually has been ripped off, I think these are the best candidates. So what we're seeing for tech as a whole is a combination of deep pessimism coming into reporting season, followed by results that have been better than feared. That combination seems to really be powering tech and the growth trade generally right now. What does all this mean for positioning? Last month, we upgraded energy to overweight, REITs to market weight, and reiterated our technology overweight. What we're seeing so far in reporting season adds to my confidence in all of those calls. I'll wrap up quickly with takeaway number three. Small caps are the star of the show so far. As we were running through our various updates over the past few days, I was really surprised to see that small caps were shining on a couple of metrics. If you look at the percent of companies beating consensus expectations, the Russell 2000 is hitting a new high on revenues, 71%, and approaching past highs on earnings, 74%. That's a stark contrast with large cap, where these stats on the S&P 500 are still above average, but are starting to fall a little bit from their peak. Additionally, the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions has been much more resilient in small cap than large cap. Both small and large are seeing mostly downward revisions right now, but they've been much less severe in small than large. A few weeks ago, we started telling investors to go overweight small cap relative to large cap, as a lot of our work is showing that the recession is baked in already. The relative earning strength that we're seeing in small cap on a number of different stats adds to our conviction that now is the time to get more constructive on the small cap space. It's worth noting that some of the areas that look most interesting to us within small cap right now in our earnings work are financials and energy. These two sectors are driving a lot of the strength in small cap earnings sentiment as they're both showing positive revisions on earnings and sales right now. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of industry analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.